Hello, this is The Voice in the Darkness, and I'm your host, Gwendolyn Forte. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode, whether you are at home or at work, in your car, at the gym, and I know some are listening if you're in a hospital room, wherever you are, I am grateful that you decided to tune in today. The purpose of A Voice in the Darkness is to encourage, to uplift, and to enlighten. So many people today are walking um, in their journey and they're experiencing different setbacks and hardships. And I want you to know that whatever you're facing, you can make it. You are an overcomer. How do I know that? I know many people are saying, Gwendolyn, how do you know that? Well, one, I've walked through several difficulties and hardships and came across several bumps in the road. And let me tell you, I made it through and I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe you're experiencing discouragement or you feel things will not change. Well, they will change. You will see a brighter tomorrow. So I just want to encourage you not to give up and to hold on, to hold on. Which brings me to the title of today's episode. It is called Embracing Change. Embracing Change. And let me tell you, we all have to embrace change. You know why? Because change is inevitable. Okay, change is necessary, but in all of that, it can be very challenging and change can be hard, but it also can be resisted. Many times we can resist change or we can welcome change. We can welcome change. So when I'm talking about change, what am I saying today? Change is that uh, a good definition for it is becoming different or making or becoming different. Something is being altered. Something is being modified. We see this in seasons, right? We have four seasons. We have summer. We have the fall. We have winter. And then we have spring. And we see a change in, in, in the environment. We see a change in weather patterns. And that's a excellent example of just seeing change and we change in our lives we are growing every day so there's a lot of physiological changes psychological changes that we experience just as humans and so when I'm talking about change we're talking about today making or becoming different there's going to be things that are altered changes is just when we're altering things or things are being modified it's not the same. So today's title, we're talking about embracing, embracing change. So when I'm saying embrace a good definition and I Googled this is to accept, to espouse, to take up, to adopt, to welcome. Oh my, to welcome. Listen, and, and, and to accept or to support willingly and enthusiastically. So when you think of embrace, here's another definition to hold closely in one's arms, like, you know, embracing someone, you give them a big hug or a squeeze. So this is something that's done willingly. 
and enthusiastically. And that's what I want to talk about today because I know those who are listening in your life right now, you're embarking upon, you know, just new changes because I'm pretty sure you've already had several changes in your life, but you're embarking upon new changes or you're in the process right now. You're in the midst of change or guess what? Change is coming for you in the future. We all will experience it. We all will walk through it. But let me tell you, our attitude about change is what causes us to go through and experience it with great um, joy and enthusiasm and success. If, If I say that word, it's how we perceive change, right? Because change is gonna come. And like I said earlier, it's inevitable. But we need to understand it's necessary. We cannot stay the same. You cannot, I cannot. Listen, imagine having a child that, and this is sometimes some conditions that we see, medical conditions, that the child does not grow. Or um, you see something um, is stagnant. It's not growing or it's dwarfed or it's arrested development. We have to grow. We have to mature. And so we see that we need to have change. Things have to be modified, altered. It has to become different. Okay. And it's a good thing. But let me tell you some reasons why we as individuals, as humans, Sometimes we can resist changing. And if you're finding yourself in this place today where you are resisting change or if you resisted it in the past, I don't want you to get discouraged because in this podcast, we're going to just go take it a little bit deeper on how we can just learn to embrace it. Okay. So sometimes we can resist change because one change is just very uncomfortable. I don't care who you are, if, you, if you're just honest and transparent and genuine, you can understand that change can feel sometimes just very uncomfortable. Imagine you're sitting, you know, in one just a nice, well, let me give you an example, getting in the car and, you know, it's winter, you have leather seats, you are in your house sitting on a warm cozy couch you now gotta go and crank up that car and then when you get in that car if you don't have that um heated seats you're gonna sit on a new cold leather seat in that vehicle and now that was one change you got up and you moved from one place and you now shifted and got into another place but let me tell you in that new place it was a little bit uncomfortable why because the seats were very very cold okay just a very simple example sometimes change can be uncomfortable comfortable. When I was having my babies, I say this all the time. I've said it in past um, podcast um, episodes where being pregnant, going through different changes with my body, it was very, very uncomfortable, especially sleeping at night, trying to find the best position, trying to put my leg the best way, trying to not sleep a certain way. It was uncomfortable. Why? Because my body was going through several different changes. I was carrying life on the inside of me. Okay. So number one, sometimes we can resist change just because it's uncomfortable. 
Number two, we can resist change because there's like a fear and I'm going to use fear here in a few of these, a fear of the unknown. We don't know what is going to happen per se. Just what, what is it like? What is this? What's going to happen if I change from doing this, then I'm not sure if I don't do this, what this other thing is going to look like. If I'm not working at um, Amico in the administrative department, doing what I was doing all my life, just, just an example, I don't work for Amico, but now I'm going to work for a whole new company. I'm going to work for Macy's. That's a different change and and I'm not sure it's the unknown. Sometimes we're dealing with the fear of unknown. Will they like me or just what is it like? Okay, I don't know. I don't know. So fear of the unknown. Number three, sometimes we can deal with fear of rejection. I mean, I'm telling you, change will bring these emotions and feelings up. What if I'm rejected? What if I'm, you know, not accepted. This is a new place or you're, you're in a place that's unfamiliar. You're not familiar with this new territory. And so now will I be accepted? So change challenges all of these fears that come up that we're confronted with. And this is why sometimes we can resist change. Sometimes people resist change because of fear of failure. You know, if you were so comfortable in your rhythm and you knew how to do this backwards and forwards with your eyes closed, now you get a promotion, okay, or you get a different position. You have to learn new things and you may feel like, you know what, you know, I don't want to fail at this, right? I don't, I don't want to fail at this. So it's a excuse me, a fear of rejection. So you want that acceptance. And then fourth, dealing with failure. You're used to doing something. I went ahead of myself. You're used to doing something so well. You are good at what you're doing. And then guess what? You get a new position and you wonder, can I do it as well as I did it at this other place? Am I able to do this new thing, a new, um, whatever, if it's not a position, a new role, a new role. Guess maybe it's being a parent for the first time. That's a change. Fear of not being a great parent. Uh, maybe you're about to get married. What if I'm not a good wife or a good husband, right? That fear of failure. So number one, sometimes we resist change just because it's uncomfortable. Or we can resist change because there's that fear of rejection, fear also of the unknown, and then fear of failure. Number five, sometimes we can resist change. Now, this one is a little bit different because of fear of success. Sometimes people fear really making it. Like if I really do this, it's a possibility I could really do good. And do well. So I'd rather stay here because I'm comfortable with average. <laughs> That's different, right? But I'm telling you, people can resist change 
because of a fear of really being successful and making it and doing it very well. So they stay or you could choose to be average. And then sometimes we resist change because we just don't want to deal with risk. There's like a risk factor that we all must say that is involved with change, okay? And I, I having a baby, there's a risk factor. What if the baby is unhealthy? The risk, what if I don't carry full term? What if something happens? You know, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? There's a risk. There's a risk. And sometimes we don't want to have change or embrace change, or we resist change, we don't want change because of these reasons. So number one, sometimes people resist change because change can just be uncomfortable. Number two, sometimes we resist change just because of change. We have to deal with the fear of the unknown, right? We don't know what's going to happen next. Or sometimes people can resist change because of the fear of the rejection, Man, will I be accepted? Will I have the acceptance of other people? Or we can deal number, excuse me, four, the fear of failure. Sometimes we've done things so well because of we've done it so many times we could do it with our eyes closed. So now we, what if I can't do it that well in this new change? So there's a fear of failure. So we resist change. Number five, sometimes there's a fear of success. What if I really do this very well? And then guess what? I relinquish that average. <laughs> okay, average. Sometimes we're comfortable being average. So there's a fear of success. And number six, dealing with just the risk. Because we take risk Every time there's a change that we must experience in our life, there's a risk factor there. And sometimes we don't want to take risks. So we can resist change, okay? We can resist change. And I know for myself, I walked through so many different changes in my life and they were drastic changes. If you're listening to me and you moved from one state to another state, that's a huge change. You know, um, we came here just to go to college, never thinking we would live here. So that was huge for me. It was just like, oh my goodness, I resisted it for such a long time because I was like, oh my God, all, everything that I said here, I possibly experienced every last one of these things. Would I really thrive here? Will I be accepted here? It risk, unknown, failure, all of it, it was uncomfortable for me. It wasn't where I was, it was I wasn't used to this place. So it was a big thing, moving a different to, to a different location. Also, I experienced so many different things, pastoring. You know, you were um, serving, maybe you were serving in a ministry in a local house and you're faithful in an area, but then there comes a time where God, chooses to promote you it's not man but God chooses to promote you and you're thinking oh no I'm happy where I'm where I'm at 
And pastoring and being the set leaders over a local work was very challenging for my husband and I because it was change. It required something more. So we had to deal with so many different things in our hearts or the change that we're all experiencing right now in this pandemic. I mean, how many of us maybe, you know, you had a job and maybe you don't have a job now or, you know, you... It had a loved one that was alive that is not alive now. Okay. Or you, you know, experience not ha- standing in a line for food, or maybe that's not your issue, but you, you are the person that you're the, you're the person that's hearing those with the problems. And so your, your heart is aching because you're experiencing a change that you've never experienced before. You're watching people go through things that you've never watched them go through before. That's a change, right? So there's a lot of things. But let me tell you, there are some good reasons why we should accept change. Each and every one of us should be at a place in our hearts where we have to understand that We need to accept change. Change, let me tell you, is inevitable. Like I said earlier, change is necessary. Yes, it can be challenging. Yes, it can be hard. And yes, I explain why we resist it. But we need to embrace it and and welcome it. And why should we accept change? One, because change is good for us. Change is good for us. You know, when I say change in general, you just do not want to stay in kindergarten when you're 13 years old and you don't want to stay in fifth grade when you're 18. We need change. Change is good. Okay. So we need to first understand that change is are normal. We will have them. But number one, we need to even understand that change can be good. Okay. Number two, it's a sign of growth and maturity. Changes sometimes signify growth and maturity. When you see a tree and you see it started off as a seed and then it sprouts out of the ground and it continues to shoot up and grow into this amazing, you know, large tree, that change that took place over the months and years, it was a sign to everyone of growth and maturity because it went through different processes, but it was able, listen, to endure maybe different weather patterns, different challenges, but now we're seeing, listen, wow, accepting change is a sign of growth and maturity in your life. That's a beautiful thing. Okay? That's a beautiful thing. Number three, it brings new opportunities for each and every one of us to learn. When you are in a different position and you maybe graduate with your bachelor's and now you're going now to start a master's program, you're starting all over again. So you really maybe do not know much yet in that particular area So you're starting all over again, but it's a great position to learn. You're a new uh, mom. 
That's a great position now to learn. Listen, people could tell you all day long, this is how you can be a great mom. And this is how you can be a great mom. But there's nothing better by learning from experience when you become a mom. And then you are raising your little one and learning how to do it. I'm telling you, it's amazing. So number one, it's good for us. Number two, it's a sign of growth and maturity. And number three, it brings new opportunities for us to learn. Number four, it also brings new opportunities for us to prosper and to succeed. You might, I always bring these things up, but get a promotion in a ministry or at your job or in your community. And, and listen, it is a place Change can bring prosperity and success for you, okay? You don't want to always stay at this, this comfortable place, that safe place without risk. But when you understand why should you accept change, because with change, there is the opportunity for you to prosper and to succeed. Number five, Change, when you accept it, it helps you to, de to develop your faith in God. Let me tell you, there's nothing like it, nothing like it, nothing like it. All throughout the changes in my life and in my husband's life and in our family's life, we every pivotal change that we're constantly walking through, it, it helps us to develop our faith in God because we have a choice at that moment. Do we want to murmur? Do we want to complain? Do we want to live in fear? Or, or do we want to take this change that's happening in our life? Maybe it was one that we didn't expect. Okay. It's a change that we're like, huh? What happened? Maybe there's a change in your life. You're like, what is this? But it's an opportunity for you to develop your faith in God because you can say you have faith, but now you get opportunities to develop your faith, to say, God, I trust you. I totally don't understand what this is. I don't understand totally, you know, what this may look like tomorrow, but I have trust that you are reliable. You remain the same. You Father God, you do not change. So I could trust you in this whirlwind of a situation I'm in right now. So that, you know, when we accept change, it gives us an opportunity to develop our faith in God. And number six, it gives us and helps us to develop, um, you know, a, a, a place in our life to confront fear. So when there's change, coming into your life, which is really all the time, fear seems to be right there because it's just like a normal thing that's right there that kind of whispers and just say, I just feel like it's, it's just there. Not that it's in you, but it's just there to, to just say, no, mm -mm, you don't want to do that. But I think when fear confronts you, you have the opportunity to overcome it and to really look it straight in the face and say, you know what? No. I'm not going to entertain fear. So why should we accept change? Number one, because change is good for us. Number two, change is a sign of growth and maturity, right? Number three, 
Change, let me tell you, it brings new opportunities for us to learn. And number four, it brings new opportunities for us to prosper and to succeed. Number five, it helps us, my goodness, to develop our faith in God because change can be very, um, un- make us feel unstable, but we know that our faith in God, he is stable. He's reliable. He's not going to change, right? So, and number six, it helps us to confront fear. So when we you know, why should we accept change? Because when I accept, you know, this this whole mindset that change is inevitable and it's going to happen in my life, when change is coming in my life and when fear is knocking at the door, it gives me the opportunity to confront it. Okay? So how how can we do this? Okay, that's the big question. We're just talking about embracing change and why we resist change and why should we accept change. But let me tell you how we can embrace change. And I actually want to take this solution from out of the word of God. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Um, Love, love, love this passage. I'm pretty sure you heard it before, but it's in Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. And this is a new living translation. It said, but forget all of that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do for. I'm about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Listen, I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. That in and of itself is amazing to hear. And I want to tell you from this passage, number one, how to embrace change. We have to first, number one, forget the past. Yes, I said it. We each and every one of us, we can't relish and keep bringing up every single thing, everything that happened, every old thing, maybe even it's good things, but sometimes we just got to forget it. Forget it. We have to forget the past. We have to let go because if we keep holding on to every single thing, whether good or bad, that happened a long time ago, it's going to be hard to look forward when I'm looking back. I cannot drive a car looking back. So in order to move forward, number one, we have to forget the past. And it's telling us that here in Isaiah 43, 18. And number two, it says it's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. So number two, reckon that the past cannot compare with the future. So when I say reckon, we just got to decide and and just make a, 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 a statement that the past cannot compare with my future. Okay. Number two, reckon that the past cannot compare with your future. You have a bright future. Your future is great. It is amazing. Jeremiah 29, 11, the Lord says, I know the plans that I have for you. They're good not to harm you, but to give you a future, a hope and an expected end. Listen, reckon that your past cannot compare with your future. Number three, 
recognize the new thing. Recognize the new thing. It says, for I'm about to do something new in verse 19. For I'm about to do something new. It says, listen, see, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness and create rivers in the dry wasteland. So number three, recognize it. Listen, we have to be aware. We have to perceive. We have to understand that change is all around you. Change is happening. And listen, and you have to accept it. You have to recognize it and you have to understand you're in the midst of change in your life. Great things are happening. There's change happening in you. You know it. Your mindset is changing. Your views is changing. Your attitude is changing. Your feelings are changing. Things around you are changing. And listen, you have to recognize this new thing. And number four, accept the new thing. Accept it. New things are coming into your life. New people, new relationships, new jobs, new locations, new business ventures. Things that you never thought could happen. You're seeing it happen right now. You're seeing pieces of it like, oh my God, I never thought I would do this. But I'm now in this arena. I never thought I would meet this person, but now I'm connected to this person and we're doing this. I never thought I would travel here. See, and you're seeing it. Recognize the new thing. And number four, accept the new thing. Accept it. Embrace it. Accept it. Accept it. And number five, expect the supernatural. Gwendolyn, why would you say accept the the supernatural? Because in embracing the change, in verse 19, it says, For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. So when you're thinking of a pathway in the wilderness and he's going to create rivers in a dry wasteland, first, there's no water in a dry wasteland. And let me tell you, there's not a path in the wilderness. So that speaks of God doing the miraculous. So you have to expect it. You have to get your faith at a place where you are believing for the impossible. You believe. You have to imagine. You have to believe in God. You have to believe in his word. You have to get around people who believe. You have to speak that over your life. Expect the supernatural things that... I'm telling you that people could have told you this can never happen or you may hear voices telling you uh, uh, resisting you saying this can never happen or your circumstance may feel like, oh, my God. I'm in this for so long. It can never change. Let me tell you, begin to expect, expect the supernatural. So how to embrace change? Number one, forget the past. Number two, reckon that the past cannot compare with your future. God has great plans for you. Number three, recognize the new thing. Number four, accept the new thing. And number five, expect supernatural. All from Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Powerful. Read it. Eat it. It's so good. It's such a great exhortation for you to be encouraged. And I just want to leave you with that, that let me tell you, you're in the midst of change right now and it can be challenging and it can be hard. And you can feel right now like, oh my God, no one really understands 
um, how this is feeling for me or you can feel a bit overwhelmed or you can feel that you're by yourself or matter of fact sometimes you may feel like I'm not gonna make it it's too hard change is too hard okay or I'm by you know like it's just you just feel stagnant or paralyzed at this place and I'm telling you it's not going to stay this way if you choose to forget that past and reckon that your past cannot com compare with your future and that God has great plans for you recognize this new thing accept this new thing and listen expect the supernatural let me tell you you will see things shift in a moment in a moment in a moment your attitude shift in a moment your mindset will shift because this is a great season it is a season of change and opportunity. And let me tell you, if you decide to embrace change, you will see great, great fulfillment of many promises. Thank you so much for listening today to A Voice in the Darkness, this episode on embracing change. Please subscribe, rate, and share. I would love for you to share it with someone who just needs to be encouraged on embracing change. So, until next time, I'm your host, Gwendolyn Forte, with A Voice in the Darkness, signing off.